This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the county result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. And you can also get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything. From which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However... When it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. The following podcast contains violent scenes, hard drug use, scenes of a sexual nature and flashing images. Now, there's none of that. It does, however, feature strong language. So if you're listening with small children, kindly tell them to... The dickheads. You're listening to the Scarf Bagara War. For county fans, by county fans. Somebody in the way, Balling. Having got in way of the attempted clearance. Jim Gannon. Oh, great flick up by Alan Armstrong. Oh, oh, what a beauty! Oh, what a beauty! I wasted all my life for that! What a screamer! An absolute screamer! Ryan Potter, Young Kenny, Kenny Senior, Oli Mary, Jerry Sinclair, Max and Paddy, your boys took one hell of a beating. One hell of a beating. Oh, oh Jumble and Bolton got knocked out of the cup by Stockport. What were that about? Hello, new fans, old fans, and everyone in between. Come one, come all, I say, in it. Welcome to the Scarf War, the podcast that toes the line between the sublime and the ridiculous. I'm Nick Lee, here with you for as long as it takes to cover the events of last night. Lock the doors. Six years to get this platform, now they listen. Right, let's get into it. Johnson gets recognised everywhere he goes. <laughs> Johnson. It's only Russ Johnson, how you doing mate? Oh, right? uh, Sam, you know the feeling, don't you? We just get, you must get recognised everywhere you go. Oh, it's a curse, mate, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Get all over Castle Street, you won't believe it. Yeah. <laughs> um well yeah, I mean we've got we've got Sam with us back back for the back again at the podcast. You're gonna become a regular Sam, I'm pretty sure of that. Uh, we're gonna talk about Bolton. We'll we'll look ahead to Woking at the weekend. We've got to, but it's all about the Bolton game and it's all about beating beating Bolton who get battered where everywhere they go, which is on the ticker at the bottom. Um Thanks to everyone for tuning in. We've got quite a large number today for the, for the very start of this, which I'm really excited about. Because um, Ian's already online, Mike as well. Um, James Somerset, I forget your real name, but yeah, James Somerset's joining as well. Oh, we'll be talking podcast. about him later, so we'll. Uh, oh, okay, okay. I might, t- I might tell you his real name then. 
Okay, do that. Uh, and Nick as well, um, Nick Hughes. So great to see everybody. Let's uh, let's run the titles and then we'll we'll talk about what we're actually going to do and, and how we're going to do it because we've got quite a good episode tonight. I mean, it's always good, but you know what I mean. This good is the Scarf Bagara War, a Stockport County fan-created podcast, blog, YouTube live show and website. Find us at thescarfbagarawar.co.uk. For county fans, by county fans. Back it up, back it up. Back it up, back again. <laughs> Let me begin. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so what, what what we were going to do um, is we were going to watch the highlights of last night and then talk about it as we go along and maybe even I don't know pause it I don't know let's see let's see how but far we get but I've got the highlights lined up 10 minutes so have you not did, did you did you go home and what did you go home and watch the rerun last night I'm yeah did you yet. yeah I watched oh. the uh it's on on iPlayer it's um three hours one minute yeah. so if you two saw that and I literally watched the entire thing I've just yeah, got extra time to do now yeah yeah Blimey. I think I'm on my set my second my second run through at the moment but uh, yeah, what are you you looking for (laughs) is it like watching a film many times just to see what you can miss the first time you know that feeling of like I don't know what you two like but if you watch like the county highlights on on YouTube like once I've watched them properly I'll I'll watch them again if it's like a good game that I'm interested in and like skip through the opposition's goals I just want to look at the good bit but there was something about last night where it was like the fact that it just went so bad so disastrously wrong at the start made it that much better so it was like i'm almost enjoying watching the first five minutes as much as you know the rest of the the 90 because it kind of adds to the the whole occasion i'm sure we'll get into it but yeah just one of those buttons buttons for punishment i guess yeah no we will get into it in in a lot of depth i think this is going to be called the bolton show i'm pretty sure um so yeah we've got as long as we, we need, as long as we need, really, to go through it. So, what do you want to do? How do you want to do? It? I mean, we've literally got the highlights ready to go um, from the U- official YouTube channel of the FA Cup. So, hopefully, this won't get cut by YouTube, won't get cut by Streamyard for copyright or anything like that. Um, so, let's just let's just play it and see if this. Well, th- firstly, let's see if it works. Um, and support from Apollon to his left, but Kachunga may go himself. He does, and he scored. The perfect start for Bolton Wanderers. So straight away, straight out of the traps. Um, first goal. I mean, I don't know about you lads, but I was thinking. I mean, I got I got asked what you know what my score prediction would be before the match, and I I, I basically said I didn't really I couldn't couldn't really call it either way, but I just hope we didn't. Just hope we didn't embarrass ourselves on national telly, and um, you know, as long as we as we, as we didn't concede early and and think you know all those cliches, I wasn't really bothered. And like we said last week, I'm not too bothered about going Rotherham away either. Although I am going to go. Um, so w- when this happened, when this you know, when this happened, I was just thinking, oh fuck a duck. What about you, lads? That that was it. It was just and and the fact that most people weren't even in the ground yet. As well. it's like yeah, proper full on first it, minute. It's like, oh, yeah, it, it it was weird because it was like, I think it was like a minute and a half, and we'd actually like for that first minute, it was pretty much all in their half. Um, and it, I think he actually, he, well, looking back there, he actually picked Kachunga, actually picks it up 
midway inside their half and obviously I, I think the actual attempt at the end you know Kitchen's got a, got a, a toe out on it and there's, there's nothing Ross can do but his left but Kachunga may go himself he does and he scored Let's rewind it Kachunga. a bit yeah he, he starts in his own half Three. yeah and He's found it's more this run, like it's more that. That's a four the, from Apollon to his left, but I mean, Kachunga may go himself, just, he does, and he scored. Yeah, Bolton obviously just packed the team with pace, and that was obviously the plan just to get at Ash Palmer and, um, you know, Collar and Crowsdale. But um, once, I mean, that goal on the second goal, once we got to grips with that pace as much as we could, it was kind of like that was all they had. And it was almost like they kind of went, all right, well, they've worked that out. So now what do we do? And that first goal was just, it was literally just pace. Like our downfall is just one speedy forward that's just got three entire team while we're on the front foot. And in the shot, you know, if, if there's no deflection, then I'm, I'm pretty sure that's down the throat of Ethan, Ethan Ross. Um, but it, it was just kind of typified the start really, didn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And like you said, I think you just picked up on it before. Before that, what the, the minute and a half before that, whatever it was, um, it was in their half, and that 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 said a lot to me. I mean, I didn't, obviously hindsight's a wonderful thing, but as the game wore on, and I'm sure we'll come to it, that would that became a theme of the match, didn't it? It you know the the the, the, the ball was in their half more more than it certainly was in ours. Um, the deflection of Mark Kitchen. So yeah, nasty deflection. Goalkeepers union, you're not doing anything about that, Wanderers. from my perspective. No, no. Um, if, if anything, I mean, could you be critical of Mark Kitchen um, for not committing to the block? I think by that point, it's it, it, it's like it's a last line defence there, isn't it? And he's, I think the issue more is that he's had, you know, two pretty much two entire halves of the pitch to, to run through yeah. on, on challenge. <laughs> Um, well, that's that's what that, that's what I mean. It was it was pace, and it was like weirdly the longer the game went on, the more tired we got, the easier we found it to deal with the pace. Um, and the first kind of five minutes, I was just thinking like they're gonna just tear through us, literally just through using Kachunga and Isgrove and all these other really quick players. That you know they'll just sit back, let us have possession in front of the home crowd, and then just bang, 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 and. Obviously, the second one, similar in terms of the pace down the flank, obviously should never end up in the net. Um, but, but yeah, like I say, after that, for me, it, it was like we we somehow got to grips with it at half-time. And then from there, it was kind of Bolton's only real asset on the night. Yeah, it was. It was, absolutely. Uh, I can hear your voice is a bit hoarse, uh, Sam. I can, I can pick in that Just up. Just a little bit, yeah. Um, yeah. Mine, mine is as well. Um, and... You know, I think it's um, a, a theme as we look at these comments. HB, we think it's probably Harry Brookshire. Is it good evening, gents? Voice still shot. Lower tier six was bouncing. I think everywhere was bouncing. To be honest, it was definitely bouncing yeah. up in up in upper tier one, wasn't it, Nick? That's when that's when you know it's a big game when there's like pockets of different songs being started at the same time. Yeah, love that. Yeah. Okay, so second goal then. I mean, it's. And the cross is low. Oh, it's an own goal. It's just out of Two nothing, nil. isn't it? Out of nothing at all. Ash Palmer, the unlucky man. And there He's was actually... no Bolton player anywhere near it. A horrible moment for the non-league side. I mean, yeah. But the first thing is, he's kind of 
he's in a de- decent position for a centre half for the ball mm. coming into the box, and it's just you know I think if he tried to do that clearance over ten times, I think he wouldn't be able to to, to slice it into the net the way he did. Yeah. On you know nine point nine of those times, like it was just. It, I don't even know how it's happened. I don't think he could say how it happened. I, I, I'm not sure what you two think, but like Ethan, Ethan's kind of come out. You know, he's diving for it, and where's the shout? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is going to be a which could be a, a recurring theme tonight. Where, yeah, where's the shout? Yeah. I think, yeah, yeah. Well, I see, you say recurring. We're going to talk about it twice, aren't we? That's, that's recurring. Yeah. I know it. I know it is. But you, you, no, that's you, the very definition of it. No, but you infer, you're inferring that inferring that it's going to be like lots, lots and lots of times, not don't just play, twice. So don't, don't get yeah, smart. Don't, don't play bloody word games with me. I could go to somebody Radio Four for this, mate. Because <laughs> we're in, we're in with the BBC now, as we'll talk oh, about. We later. are. Yeah, we're going. We'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll discuss that later. Um, yeah, I mean, for, I, I thought that I thought that Ross should have took more control of that. I think I think it's just a catalogue of errors. I mean, they both left it for each other. When Palmer did go to strike it, I thought he might have snatched at it. A bit may maybe a bit nervous, but look, you know, the player that Palmer is, the standing he's got in the club, the all of the trust he's got in the bank already, you, you can let him off, can't you? Even if we'd have gone on and lost that match, <laughs> you could let him off for that. I think that that'd be my opinion anyway. I don't know what yeah, what oh, you yeah. guys think. And and to be fair, like after that, he, he pretty much. I, I don't recall him making another mistake no. in the game. Um, there might have been. I know, like last Saturday against Bromley, there was one or two misplaced passes mm. early on from him. Yeah, but you know, generally he's, he's. I think he's one of those players that, like, like we saw in the Hartlepool playoff, when he makes a mistake, it's like one big mistake that leads to a goal and then no mistakes for another few months, but then another really big one that leads to a goal at an important time. Um, whereas there's some players that are like, you know, as we've probably seen a little bit of the season, that the mistakes come more regularly, whereas Palmer, like I say, it's, it's like a once every so often, but when it does come, it's kind of a biggie. Um, yeah. And that last, I mean, you know, five minutes for that to be the second goal, I was, I think I put it on Twitter at the time, just saying, it's just a case now of, you know, we're on live TV, don't, don't let it turn into five, six, you know, seven, seven nil or whatever. Yeah. Um, because I, again, like not just the fact that it's two and a half to five minutes, but just going back to it, like just the way the goals came about, I just thought we're going to push more and more. The, the fans are going to be expecting more and more intent from us and the more we do that the more Bolton are just going to get it to Kachunga and get it to Isgrove and um, get it to all those players and, and Bakayoko and, and all those quicker players and just you know burst down the other end um, it almost felt like in the in the first tie like the obviously it was Dave Charner's first game and it was like they didn't know what to expect but their scouting of us at that time would have been under from under Simon Rusk and maybe the, you know a little bit of the Dover game with um, Dave Common in charge, but they would have taken most of their research from from Simon Rusk's teams this season, and then we turned up to Bolton and played nothing like mm. what yeah. those teams yeah, played. Yeah, good by. shout. Yeah, Whereas, great shout. You know, last night it was. I was just thinking, oh, you know, we had we had the chance at Bolton for them to not know what they were dealing with and for. 
they've kind of got to grips with us now and it, you know they, they're happy that they know actually oh these are actually coming at us now and we know how to deal with it and I was just thinking that's the way the game's going to go but I mean I know we'll, we'll touch on it as the county goals start going in but I, I mentioned it a few times it, it was it was like almost like Bolton were, were kind of going no, we're going to be the worst defense. Like you, you're, you're not doing our like. You're not doing our like, line. Like, like we're, we're going to be worse than you. Like, it, 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 it was like uh, for a League One side to just to be conceding the chances that they were. And you know, like I, what, say, I mentioned before, we came on air. Like, I, I watched the full replay last night, and even at two 0 and even at three one, the amount of times they just passed, they just passed it to County's midfielders or, or to County's forwards or passed it out of play, or just lumped it to no one upfield. And it was almost like how you'd expect the non-league team to play, just just get it out, just just get the ball away from our defence. And then when it did come at them, it was, I mean, obviously they couldn't deal with Scott Quigley for most of the night, but it, it was just like they were trying to outdo how how bad we'd started defensively. And I think that's what led into the game. Because Alex, Alex Scott said before, in between uh, full-time and extra time, he said, oh, don't go expecting the next half an hour to be played with the same intensity. And it just, just was. It just was, yeah. 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 I mean, you, you said, didn't you, Ross, it was like a, a kid's game at points. Everyone wants to yeah. go forward. Yeah. Everyone wants to go yeah. back. It, 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 was, it, was like, it was like everybody wanted to go forward but couldn't be asked tracking back. And it was, it was yeah. like, it was like, it was like basketball in the end. I mean, let, let's bring it back to the defensive errors then. And we'll, we'll concentrate on this bit because it's part of the highlights. Um, I have turned the commentary down. So thanks to T for that recommendation. Um, really appreciate that. So just a question then before we get onto the, the sort of the second defensive error, really, or the third, if you like. Um, do you think the defence is leaking too many goals or is this, or that this defence is good enough and will become more consistent under DC. I've got my own opinion of that, but what do you think? It'll be right. Be right. It'll all be all right. Everything's going to be all right, Russ. Everything's going to be all right. I'm going to be Forever. a spaceman. I'm going to be a spaceman. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we've for me, we've conceded what six goals under under Challenger in three games, and all six of them for me have been arguing. Yeah, they've been out doing like the two yeah. at Bolton. You know, the first goal at Bolton, Liam Hogan passes it into their midfield, and then the car was open with a, a good ball through. But it all kind of comes from us having possession. The second goal, they're in acres to have a shot at Ross, he saves it, and then the follow up in acres again. Bromley, they've not even had a shot on target and somehow got a one all draw. Um, and then last night, obviously, the goals speak for himself. So you know, if you look at it on the face of it and think, oh, it's six goals in three games under the manager. But, I mean, Dave Challenge said last night in a press conference after the game, he said, he said, we've, he said, as far as I'm concerned, we scored eight goals, eight goals on the night last night. He said, we, we, we're responsible for every single goal that went in, in both, at both ends. Um, and that's kind of, to me, that, that's more, that's encouraging because if, if we're just getting carved open and by every team we come up against and conceding chances after chances and um, then you, you kind of don't know where to start. But the fact that, if, for me, we're, in the main, we're looking solid and then we're having these these individual mistakes yeah, means that they can be pretty easily cut out. Um, so I, I'm, I think it's probably a good sign that these the goals have happened how they've happened. Um, I mean, you know, Dave Chalner, I know he didn't, set the world alight as a player um, at a tough time for the club here but 
for a centre half that's played countless games in the football league, I don't think you can have a better a better person really to, to come onto the training ground and, and no. kind of show them show them what's what. And not forgetting as well, Clint Hill. I think yeah. I think he's yeah. left he's left Hartlepool, hasn't he? That's going to piss some bo- uh, boil some piss as well. Piss some boil. It's going to boil some piss as well. On the subject of Hartlepool, there was a ni- there was a nice little thread on their forum last night entitled BBC Two tonight, and it, it's it's great. It's great as a timeline of the game. It's absolutely fantastic. Because it, it, it goes from yeah, yeah fuck off, Challenger. Yeah, have some of that, you do this. Just uh, oh, for fuck's sake! Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's football, isn't it? and you know we, I, the 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 stick when we were two 0 down on Twitter from you know countless Hartlepool fans. But you know it's it's football, isn't it? and I, at the end of the day, yeah. they they wouldn't be so pissed off if if Chalner was a, a flop. Um, you know, it's no. it's a good it's a good time for us, isn't it? If, if yeah. we go, if we've gone and taken a manager that. Had done nothing and was you know relegation fodder, then no one's going to care. But the fact they're so open arms about it, it's clearly a, a good sign for us. I'm... It's like Curzon like Ashton taking Rusk off us, and I was just being like, ah, fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I, I'm all for it. The amount of I'm, I'm just glad it's us. You know, the amount of. Um... Piss boiling we've had over the years, you know, from FC United. Th- th- our podcast account, when we got beat by FC United, just got an influx of dickheads tweeting us about, you know, these United fans that weren't really United fans, and well, not FC United fans, sorry. Um, so it's it's great that it's us. I'm I'm all for it, definitely. This is for all the people who went to Workington and North Ferriby and Brackley. And absolutely, like absolutely. Yeah. Okay, let's watch a bit more of the stream. So yeah, so. Now Madden quickly on to Sarsovic. That one, Sarsovic one on one. I heard, um, I watched the Thogden. Um, I, com- I contributed to the Thogden numbers today. They were pretty pissed off in their end that um, he, uh, Stonewall penalty, that he that he got that. Well, sorry, they were pissed off about him obviously moving, but they were happy that he'd missed that one on one. What do you think about the penalty? Stonewall, isn't it? Makes yeah, mistake. No, no, yeah, he's not. He's not missing, is he? He's not missing there. And um, yeah, it, I, I think I, it was kind of the start of Ryan Rydell's evening, really, wasn't it? He's, he's won the yeah. penalty, two assists. Yeah, just no, no arguments really. It's you know, I don't think I've not seen anyone at any stage say that it, that it was a debatable penalty. So no, yeah, no. Um, and it was you know even after the two goals, it was kind of all county really. So the goal at that time, I think it was 25 minutes in to make it 2-1, was just, it was like, yeah, right, we're, you're actually thinking, right, this is going to be 2-0 in no time. Um, and obviously, we kind of contrived to, well, to, to basically score a goal, but just yeah. unfortunately at the wrong end. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's probably the next bit of the highlights I'm, I'm hoping. Um, I'm not hoping, but you know what I mean. It's a nice little penalty from Madden. Tucked it away. That's a very composed penalty. With his Irish armband. Yeah. Might have gone well. So this one, obviously, long ball straight through. There is Kitching. All the goalkeepers nowhere. This so, again, goalkeepers union. I'm saying goalkeepers got to stay for me. Yeah. Which is what Kitchen's saying to him as well. Yeah. Don't know what he's doing there, Ethan Ross. He's clearly not got a shout yeah. out of him. 
yeah, if he if Ethan stays where he is, it's Mark Kitchen plays that exact header. Yeah, and it, and it goes into Ethan Ross's hands. Yeah, uh, but then if you're gonna come. If you just you know if you if you all take take kitchen with you you know yeah exactly yeah. Take, yeah just take it all and part of me part of me did think when in the press box I, I had the BBC stream up and I was kind of watching it back and part of me trying to like not just say right it's all Ethan Ross's fault and that's that I was trying to look at the goal and thinking like what else could we have done and kind of part of me thought well. Is Mark Kitchen not seeing this massive unit running towards him? But then even <laughs> even that, it's like with well, your Mark Kitchen and you've got the ball, you're moving backwards towards your own goal. What even if you do see him, what what else can you do? You can't mm. head it back over your own head. Mm. You can't. You're looking at the goal. Like there's no possibly head it, you know, away outside of the posts. But the, the speed that Bakayoko was going at, you yeah. know, got to the ball anyway. So even if it's outside the posts, you wouldn't bet against Bakayoko getting there anyway. So, I, I you know, it's it's an Ethan Ross mistake ultimately. I, I think that's kind of the, the bottom line on that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, one thing noticeable about Bolton, their players, some of their players were very very quick, weren't they? I mean, I know we've got some quick players, like not as quick as South of Males. I don't think any of them, or maybe on a par. But there was there was there was a time in the second half, and and Madden had a you know, a right battle with that was it uh, with uh, number five all night. Oh, just really, really, yeah. yeah, really, yeah. really well. But there was a, there was an element in the game in the second half, and maybe we'll we'll see. I don't know where we had a bit of right wing play. Madden found himself in a one on one chase with one of their lads, and Madden had about a five yard head start, and his mm-hmm. lad still got to the ball before him. Mm-hmm. So they had a, they did have a lot of fast players. So you're right, it's difficult for Kitchen that. Um, t- t- the, the, I think the thing for Kitchen is he's, he's got one thing to do, and that's head it back to the goalkeeper. To me, yeah, it, it, I, that, that's it, it. Like I say, yeah, exactly. And, and like I say, if, if Ethan Ross stays at home and that yeah. header goes exactly as it did, it's straight to him. Like it, it, it's Ethan Ross picks it up, we go upfield, and it stays two one. Um, so yeah, it's like I say for me, I don't. It's ultimately is an Ethan Ross mistake that it goes down as and I don't really think Mark Kitchen can do anything differently than yeah. what he did I'm not sure if anyone else picked it up after the third goal if anyone else noticed it but the, the Bolton players went to get the ball out of the back of the goal and everything congratulate the score and they were having a bit of an animated discussion as as though they definitely weren't happy with how they were playing because even even then you were saying we were saying weren't we like we, we can win this uh, yeah, yeah, I, I, literally, days, yeah. I, literally at no point did I feel like, other than immediately after their second goal on five minutes, I didn't feel at any point like we were out of the game. No. Because um, we just, their three goals have come from us. And then we just, like, I, I watched the second half back in full and, you know, BBC commentators are kind of, so often in the second half are just kind of repeating Bolton have been nowhere near Stockport's goal. Like Bolton can't live with them, and I know the second half mm-hmm. was more dominant than the first. But even in the first, the maybe not clear cut chances on goal, but the Sarsovic one that we just saw, like there was a few half chances, there was a few clearances to the edge of the area that kind of we, we had a shot and it came to nothing. Like they didn't. I, I can't think of any ch- big chances they had 
other than three goals, which, I mean, I'm not even sure you can class any of them as chances. No, You've had well, a shot from outside the area, an own yeah. goal, and a backwards, you know, a header back over his own keeper that he's tapped in. So uh, I think maybe in the second half, we had that one from his grove that he, he kind of flashed across the face of goal and, and Ethan Ross parried it away, and which we might see. But other than that, I don't even think they had a chance on goal. Um, no. So, yeah, it was kind of as dominant as it could be, really. I don't remember another chance on goal actually for them. Um, this is the this is the second and and this is a lovely bit of play. Again, I've seen Bolton fans saying it was their doing. They should have picked him up, but no. I mean that's just a good centre forward header. I mean he picks up the ball deep anyway, gets himself in. But look, I mean look where he is. Gets himself in the box. Yeah, well, he, he started the move. He, that's he what I mean. Yeah, away. I mean, absolutely amazing. That's what I mean. Number three plays him on side. Proper strikers finish that. And and for me, I I said to you last night, Nick. Then quickly is fast becoming my sort of cult hero now. He's you know he scored at Bolton away. He's got he got um, a couple last night. He's he's his hold up play is just phenomenal. Um, it's really wow. good, big, strong lad. He reminds me. Of, you said Becky. He reminds me a bit of Brett Angel, actually. Yeah, he's very agile for a big lad. But what I saw someone yellowboard describing as whoop, whoop, whoop. someone, someone, <laughs> someone got straight touch for a big man as well. Uh, someone, someone yellowboard described him as a rhino in ballet shoes, and I just thought that's that's, 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 that's it, spot on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The rhino in ballet shoes. Yeah. yeah, he's um. Yeah, I, I think the one element of Simon Rusk's um, kind of tenure this season that I have a little bit of sympathy for is that he didn't have Scott Quigley. But even if he did, I'm not convinced at all that he'd be getting anything like yeah. as much as Challenger's got out of him in three games. Um, yeah. Just, I mean, like, I... I Kind of last night, I had a look on Twitter at like I just kind of searched certain players' names on Twitter that I thought had had a particularly good game just to see what like neutrals were saying. And there was two that were just getting like you could tell they'd kind of given a really good impression because just the number of just random clubs supporters saying, Oh, we need to sign Scott quickly in January, or we need to sign McCauley Southern Hales. Um, and just, I mean, we've all been there where we watch, you know, there's nothing else on, so you'll whack a game on TV and it's some lower league game or, you know, an FA Cup tie or whatever. And mm. you maybe, you're not, you know, you're not too familiar with the players, but you see one that catches your eye. And I think watching it back last night in full, he just, even trying to take myself out of like the bias of, of County and just watching it, trying to be kind of, Imagining that on a neutral, I, I was—he's so eye-catching, like the way he plays and that—that that goal. I mean, it doesn't quite show it on the highlights, but he wins it on halfway, kind of near the pop side, and he—I think he holds off his man yeah. for about three, four seconds before moving over to the main stand side, rolling it out, and then even like the way he moves into the box, it's very like—it's very deliberate. Like jog it, like ambling, but it's yeah. not ambling through being lazy. It's like right, if a, if a, if an inswinging cross comes in, I'm timing my run so that I'm not just busting a gut to get into the box, and then I'm just kind of stood in, in yeah. no man's land, really. 
Yeah, and, it's timing, it's timing, isn't it? Rather yeah. than rather than anything else. Yeah, and you know both of his goals have come. I'm just just watching that one there, and and his second one's very similar as well. Both times, both goals he scored, he's he, he's in between both centre backs on t- on two occasions, and I just think they they obviously couldn't live with him in terms of his hold up play, but even his movement for a, a non league striker, his movement to be out foxing two league one centre halves, and yeah, even even to the extent of they can see him, but they don't know where he's they, they don't know where he's moving to or where he's going to be when the ball comes in. They don't know whether to stand off or get tight to him, or I mean, I don't think it would have made a difference even if he did know the way he was playing last night. But I just you you watch that and kind of think he's not, you know, he's he's kind of so far beyond the national league striker. Yeah, um, so we're kind of looking to have him. I think. I mean that, that that's generally that's generally it for me. We've got we've got a while 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 we talk about this, we've consistently got to remind ourselves that, that we played against a League One team here. You know, we went we went behind. We all right. We gifted them the goals, but we went behind two goals down to, on two separate occasions to a League One team and still came back and and and, and did the business. It was just that, that, and that's why. I mean, we'll come to the third one. In fact, I'm not going to say. I'm not going to say what I'm going to say because the third one's coming up soon. So um, we we all lost our shit. I'm sure. Um, another comment. Wagyems says hold uh, quickly. Hold up play was superb all night. I think it's been superb since he sort of got himself established in the team. Um, obviously, didn't see him against Southend that much <laughs> with his hold up play. He was, he was trying to get yeah. into the position to get some hold up uh, play, wasn't he? <laughs> the only thing he was holding up was his bloody hamstring. He had a frustrating day at Knox County um, where we got beat 2 1. And looked on that day, I mean, I know he was coming back to fitness. But he looked. You, you kind of wouldn't expect. You wouldn't think it's the same person that played last night. But you've got to remember as well, like the way we were playing at that time. He's probably thinking, you know, who am I holding up? Who, who am I holding yeah. the ball up for? Yeah, yeah. Like he was yeah. holding the ball up, and then there was no one within kind of 10, 15 yards of him yeah. either side. Um, so I think Dave Chalmers certainly has got are getting the best out of him. Um, not just in goals, but um, you know, link up play and bringing others into play as well, and connecting with the midf- connecting with the midfield and um, connecting with Madden as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, Philip Platt says, "What's wrong with Rooney? Not that he was missed. I don't think he was missed to be honest. And I know that's give Dave Challoner a headache now. He picked up a knock against Bromley, didn't he?" Yeah, so um, he said, um, I asked Dave Charner last night and he said, I'll just reel it off for whoever it is that asked. He said, um, so he came off on Saturday with a knock. Um, he had to have uh, an injection on Monday and he's then had to have 48 hours of rest uh, and then a day of recovery. We'll assess him on Friday and the advice we've been given is that he will be okay after this treatment, but if not, we'll have to have a look at how he's going to feel long term. So... Um, yeah, so he was injured. But right. uh, yeah, I, I think I think Sarsovic coming into the team and not play, playing without Rooney. I know we've we've kind of probably not seen the best of Sarsovic yet, but um I think we we saw a lot more out of him on and off the ball without Rooney in the team because I think you're kind of playing two very similar players. 
positionally wise if when they're both in the team. And the fact that Rooney had to miss out last night, it kind of gave Sarsovic that that role to to be like bombing on and obviously getting yeah. that chance that he missed in the first half. And um I think you know, you don't want to say it because obviously we'd prefer to have John Rooney fully fit, but I think Sarsovic playing in a county lineup that doesn't include John Rooney will probably be more beneficial to county than than trying to shoehorn them both into the same side. Yeah, definitely. Um, just before we carry on, we've got a little transition just just for journalists, and I wanted to play it before I forgot. Should have played it right at the start. Um, so if you, if I can ever do it now. There you go. That's just pretty yeah. much just for you, that Sam. <laughs> I literally thought it was going to be some like uh, anchorman. Like, <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> Pete, Pete's not that creative, unfortunately. <laughs> No, it's quite classy, that. It's quite a classy thing. Um, yeah. Okay, let's move on with the let's move on with the highlights. Um, so again, look, I mean, look at the hold up play again. He was he was doing it all night. It was great. Um, and this just goes to show that it was in their end more than our, uh, you know, in their final third and it was in our final third. And I don't think the BBC are, are biased, are they? <laughs> you know, so... You know they're not really asked, are they? It, it, yeah, it was just. I think he just. I think the commentator just mentioned it there as we were talking. He, you know, it's one-way traffic at the moment. Yeah. And that was kind of the case for the the whole half, really. Yeah. Did you feel that um, the options that we had on the bench? I you know you could name nine subs and use five. I think. Um, here's the header. With those substitutions, you can just add in. We 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 added injections, didn't we, into the team? Rather than when you've not got anything, you know, on the bench to, to, to speak of in terms of attacking threat, you kind of lose your potency, don't you? Um, so that goal then, I mean, that's that that was the goal where, you know, I think we lost our shit. I certainly lost my shit. I was hugging. There was two lads in the late teens, early 20s on the row in front of us, and I was hugging them. I was hugging my lad. I was hugging Nick. Um, that I've not celebrated a goal like that for... I don't know how long, probably. I don't know. Yeah. I I, I saw someone on Twitter saying it, it was up there in their top three, like, ever county, like, moments and, like, goals for the celebration. I, I can't remember. I think, obviously, like, the Glenn Taylor goal with the Curzon Ashton game in terms of the celebrations, but it was a different kind of celebrations. And yeah. When, when the ground's that full as it was last night... It, the noise was just like the noise was just deafening, and um, I saw a video on Twitter of um, someone had kind of I think they'd cut over they were filming on the phone in the in the main stand, and they'd flipped it to show like Mark Stott and all the directors yeah, celebrating. Yeah, I, the third, I think it was a third goal, and but it it's, it was kind of like even Simon Wilson, like who I know obviously gets a bit of a hard time. Even even he was kind of he seems really reserved and quiet and and um, all those things and even on the video he was you know he was clearly he wasn't doing it for a camera like they didn't know we were being filmed no. and they were all just kind of I think Steve Bellis was in there and they were all just kind of like jumping up and down in like a group uh, yeah and exactly like, what you're seeing in the stands was going yeah on. exactly that's, that's yeah. amazing it was like that little shot was like you just knew that was happening 
in every row of every like stand, of, you know, every county stand. Um, but yeah, just like one of those where I can't even remember like, like if I think, I can't even remember seeing Palmer head it in. Like I can't think back to it happening. I can just remember like the the general noise and yeah, you know, it's definitely, I, I can't think of, of many others that, that generated that kind of noise. Yeah. Uh, C. Etheridge celebration has not been seen like that since Hardiker's winner. Hey, I mean, Dan, we actually hey, said that last night. To be fair, did he? Yeah, he agrees, I, mean, winner, yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we had to, we had the two two. We had the playoff final, didn't we? But still, it didn't seem like. I mean, if if we look at the circumstances, Palmer's goal last night was back from three one down against a team two divisions higher than us. That's exactly, I think it's the unexpected nature of the event that brings the limbs. See also, I like said Glenn Taylor, it was the fact yeah. that all hope was gone. And it's, you know, that, that's, yeah. that's what elevates. Same with like the, when you think of like the West Ham and Southampton Cup games. And mm. what have you, yeah. It's the same thing there, yeah. Yeah, but you know, the Glenn Taylor one, I'm, I'm chalking the Glenn Taylor one off because yes, it was a, it was great, but that didn't happen in front of us. It wasn't a goal that, that, that happened oh, in front of our well, very eyes. Well, via the wonders of modern technology, we were living it, and it, it was a no, goal. But... Just as, it was it was a goal just as important as any of the ones we scored. It was right, still so... pivotal to us. As, as limbs moments go, it's up there. Right. I think. So importance, yeah. and it was pivotal. Yeah, absolutely. But it, again, it didn't happen in front of your eyes, and that that takes away some. You didn't see it as it actually happened. Yeah. But, yeah. It, but in, in a way, when we're telling it for years to come. The whole, the best thing about the story is that we were like 200 miles away. You know what I mean? Yeah. That, look, that, is, that is still what makes it for me. I'm not arguing I'm... with you or anything. I was just, no, no, I mean, no, just no, thinking no. out loud, really. I'm sorry, we're... mate. I won't, I won't do this uh, again. No I, th- <laughs> no, I think we're having a Manchester argument, aren't we? We're violently <laughs> yeah, agreeing. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. It's... <laughs> no, it's, it's just... It... You, you you can it's it's got to happen in front of you and and I don't, I still I still I was wrecking my brains today I can't think of one Hardiker Hardiker I don't know because we 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 weren't behind were we not we weren't we weren't we weren't behind to a team that were, that were supposedly a lot better than us that were we'd we'd, yeah. we'd come back from two nil you know two goals down I don't actually think we've ever done it I'm, I'm not mm. I, I can't remember that we've ever done that we've come back no. from yeah. two goals down. To a team two divisions higher than us. Yeah, I mean, in my life—not in my lifetime, but that I, can, that I can remember. I mean, even even since dropping out of like, I was chatting after the game last night to, to John Kieran, and and he said, he said it's probably the best, the, the best since we dropped out of the league. And I think he was, I think he was probably even including like non-eaten and games like that in terms of the celebration. Yeah, um, I think so. And, yeah, I mean, I remember Scott Spencer scored at the Chief Chester. Like, Chester, Chester. Yeah, I mean, we lost, and we lost. It was to come back to all. Yeah, we lost four two. Didn't we, I think. we lost four two, and and it wasn't, you know, it was just to get through to the. I think it was to get. I think that was a final qualifying round. Yeah, and it obviously, you know, it was a big attendance, but it, I don't know. It just didn't, you know. We lost the game, and it, it wasn't ever one that kind of still sticks out, but. Um, yeah, I, I think last night as well, the fact that it was Ash Palmer. Um, yeah. Because it, it takes away a little... It doesn't take away, but, if, if, you know, if that's Ben Barkley, jump, you know, smashing that header in, I'm, the noise would still be unreal and, and all those other things. But I think it just added... It just makes it a little bit more, like, special because of who it is. 
Yeah. Um, and the fact that, like, you know, we're on live TV with um, with the stadium all done up and, like, Paddy Madden and Sarsovic and Crankshaw and all these football league players, but it's, like, the same old, like, heroes from the yeah. Conference North yeah. that are coming with us and dragging us out of the shit. Yeah. Um, and I don't, think that just added to it as well. Don't forget the absolute character of the man to, to go mm. from scoring that, you know, horrific own goal to redeeming himself like that like like you said earlier uh, Sam he didn't make an, he didn't make a mistake after that um yeah. not not that we can not that we can remember anyway so to co- to come and score that third goal it was just limbs wasn't it it was just yeah. absolute yeah. It's limbs weird because like obviously we'll, we'll see the, the fourth in a second but would it be an end? yeah um, it's probably yeah. the, the most limbs of any of the five goals really Okay. Yeah, and the f- brilliant goal, and the and the fact that it was at the Cheadle end, and we'd not scored many at the Cheadle end this season as well. You know, it took us yeah. a while, didn't it? Yeah. Um, that goal. Yeah. Again, like in between the two centre halves. Yeah. Both goals, he's coming. He's, he's got in between the two centre halves, and it. If you can do that and keep the, you know looking, holding him off when he does get tight to him, then you're on to a winner. Like, and he's. You know, if he can do that to two league one centre halves, yeah. Then, and and even the goal on Saturday as well, like he just he showed that he's not just like a battering ram. He you know he brought it down into the area, and just kind of cut inside his man, put him on the floor, and then and then even with the goal in front of him, and just slotted it into the corner and sat the keeper down. And yeah, it's like you know it is that kind of finesse. Even what a go- what a goal! Not my ram. words. The words of Sam yeah. on commentary. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, I, it was, I thought it was a brilliant. You know, he's, he, even even the goal at Bolt at Bolton. You know, it looks like he's just picked up a lazy pass and slotted it in. But when you watch it back, his his touches to get around the defender in the first game. I mean, you know, he's he's had two touches. He had the first one to take him round the man, second yeah. one to set it, and then slot it under the keeper. And I think you know every goal he scored for us. It, has just been like his ability, his quality, rather than you know. I, I know it was a mistake for the first goal at Bolton, but he's then still had quite a bit to do. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, you yeah. know, every goal has been his making rather than just a mistake or you know a, a tap in or whatever. It's it's been a real kind of goal of quality each time. Yeah. Yeah. No, it has. It has. And that, that that's. I mean, everything you're saying is is the reasons why he's becoming fast. My. Uh, my one of my favourite players, and yeah, Viva 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 Scott quickly, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, just on that goal that we just saw, uh, that reminded me of. Do you remember Anthony Elding against Hartlepool? Was it to make it three nil? Was it? Yeah, yeah. Do you remember that one? I think it's quite a similar goal. Yeah, I remember watching that as a, in the Cheadleland, and I was like, "Why is everyone celebrating? Like it's not gone in?" Because I, I think it like clips the crossbar and just kind of yeah it bounces down, and it's like, but it it was just. I remember thinking they've given the goal just because he's celebrating. That's <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> like 66 all over again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I know what you mean. That was kind of a little dinked finish. But again, yeah. like I mentioned, it's come from like, a brilliant free ball by Madden, but it's come from quickly getting in between the defenders. And, um, you know, Santos is, a, I mean, he's, I think he struggled a bit as, as the night went on, but. He's a big unit and he's a big league one centre half and he, yeah. he just kind of quickly just kind of bullied him really. 
Um, so yeah, for him to do that to a League One side, uh, hopefully we, it's a lot. There's a lot more to come through in this season. Yeah, another player absolutely. we've not mentioned yet, who because he'll be coming off shortly in the highlights. But uh, Southern Hales, I mm. thought he was oh. one of the players who went backwards the most under us. But last night was exactly what. Yeah, it was quality, absolutely. Up and up until the second he went off, he just never stopped running. Absolutely immense. Yeah, he. I I was quite frustrated with him on the Simon Russ this season because I just thought he could be. This is a fifth goal, I think. Yeah, it is, yeah. It's forward towards Grantshaw. He can finish it here, and he does. Hello, you. Don't forget all our content is available in one place on the FanHub app, where we're the official content creators for County. Predict lineups, check in at games, and access fan content to increase your fan rating and earn rewards. Introduce friends to earn fan shares, and more importantly, we can prove conclusively who's got the best fans, if that's the kind of thing you're into. To join the fastest growing community of proper fans, visit fan-hub.com. Yeah, that's the fifth goal. Yeah, I, I, I agree with you. I think, but do you know what? With the men, if if we actually look back at it now, you know, compared, you know, now we're seeing what what Challen is doing with them after three games and two weeks. Were there many players that didn't go backwards under Rusk? No, but just... I, I think he's the one who went backwards the most, I think. From how he was at the start of Rusk's reign towards the end of Jim's as he was breaking into the team, I think he's the one who went backwards the most, I thought. But he, yeah, he was so direct last night, he just caused him no end of problems. I think, did, did, yeah, yeah. Two yellow cards he, he got him into as well. Yeah, yeah. I, think, I think that was the thing. Like he, he, For me, last night, you could almost see him shaking off the the lack of confidence that he had on the rust this season because I like a fair few times this season I've been frustrated with him like if you'd ask like Liam or or any of the lads in the press box the amount of times I've turned to him during a game and just kind of you know put my head in my hands or whatever because you just know he's like he's just a brilliant player he's probably for me the quickest county player I've ever seen I, I can't remember a county player quicker than him in my lifetime um and it was just, but it was more frustrating because you know how good he is. The, the amount of times he turned back, like he'd run at a man down the flank and then turn back and just play it safe or yeah. not really sure what to do when he'd get a foot in. And it's like, you're clearly a brilliant footballer. You've got all the pace in the world. You you can terrify any fullback in the division and you just play him sideways and, and backwards. And it was like he'd been, it, it was like he'd just cowered into a shell really and but last night, as the game went on, you could almost see him shaking off any like remainder of that lack of confidence. Because I think he started off not slowly, but he started off. You know, he grew into the game. And as the game went on, like, there was there was examples of like times where Bolton would be like seeing the ball out for a throw in their own half, and he's got no reason to chase it down, and he just just bursts down the flank and gets a nudge on his man, and still concedes a throw in. But the fans are all up, and it's like he, he's got no reason to go for it. He didn't really get anything out of it, but it was like he was believing more and more as the game went on that, like he, he had him on toast. And um, yeah, he's that that how he played last night. That's kind of who we signed, you know, last last summer. Yeah, um, and you know, it's no coincidence for me that Dave Charner worked with him at, at Hartlepool and. Um, you know, he tore us apart in the game at Hartlepool last last year uh, under Challoner, as did Kitchen. To be fair, um, so yeah, like you said, Nick, for 
for it to be two weeks and three games in charge and for him to be getting so much more out of these players. Like Rydell as well. Um, yeah. You know, like we mentioned earlier, two assists, one penalty. That that corner for the Palmer goal, like, un, unreal. Mm. I know Palmer's kind of come onto it and smashed it in, but I think anyone could have got got onto the end of that. The way he put it right under the right into the six-yard box and, you know, into that kind of dangerous area where the keeper can't get it and the defenders can't get ahead on it. Um, for him, like Rydell, I'd, he either wasn't getting a game under under Rusk or when he was, it, it, he just looked terrified. Yeah. Um, so I think, yeah, it's it, the work that Charles has done in a fortnight is definitely um, encouraging for, for what he can carry on doing. And like even, you know, on a smaller scale, Arjan Reiki as well last night and he came on in the second half and then played the extra time and even he was looking a lot more composed and brilliant. I mean played a brilliant, brilliant, brilliant through ball for the assist, but also one before that where he kinda of like half volleyed it down. Yeah. Down yeah. yeah. We've been thinking about that non stop for, for yeah. like, since since then, yeah. Yeah. On on Rydell um, as well, and the, the I noticed his of his two assists, one was right footed, one was left footed, which was very, very leetard. Yeah, yeah, good yeah. Um, but you know, that's we signed him on a three year deal as a young player from a football league club, and it's like, right, we've very clearly got a player for the future. Who the fact we signed him for a fee on a three year deal suggests that he's coming into the team now. It's not like he's not going into the you know, he's not going to be going out on loan to a national league north club, he's not going to be going into the reserves. But then, for whatever reason, he just wasn't really getting a look in. And when he was, it was as a bit part player, or um, like I say, he didn't ever look like he was capable of producing what he produced last night um, on a regular basis. So, um, yeah, I think Chalan is already showing what he can get out of players and, and how he gets it out of them. Um, so it's kind of really promising. Yeah, absolutely. Let me, um, I'm just going to go and get another beer because mine are in the fridge. Mine aren't next to me. So I'm going to let you two lads tra- crack on with the next. I'm, I'm, uh... I'm going to go and get one as well. well. You go and get one then. God, you go and get one and I'll stay here. Go on. Well, go on. this is, see, this is where Sam needs to learn some close up magic or something. <laughs> you can just entertain everyone with that. <laughs> So yeah, the Reiki. I mean, I I pulled out the Reiki sort of sidewinder half volley through ball to Rydell. I think it was. Yeah. I mean, for me, Reiki is straight away as soon as he steps on the pitch, you could tell. Um, you could tell he was class. I remember when I, I remember when I when I used to play in my early twenties, and a lad who used to work with said he said, "Oh, he used to play for Eastley, this lad," and Eastley were like, I don't know. Three divisions, two divisions lower than they are now, and I was like, "Easily, yeah, whatever, mate." But honestly, as soon as he came on the pitch, you could tell he was he was yeah. mustered. Um, same with Reiki, same with Collar as well. I think the first time we saw Collar was, you know, we I think we all agreed that he's a player. But Reiki, yeah, it, it does beg the question why Rusk hasn't, you know, wasn't playing him. We don't know why, but his cameo last night was just superb. Um, mm. And if we can get the best out of him. And if, but then I started to think, well, you know, there's him, there's Collar, you know, you've got Crowsdale, you've got Rooney, Sarsevich. We're just blessed with so much talent, aren't we, in the squad? It's going yeah. to be, it's going to be a really, you know, a really good sort of man management and balancing act for, for Challenger to get the best out of yeah. these players. It, I'm going to go and get you, a beer. You, yeah, you, yeah, yeah. You, you, talk, you talk to Nick. 
<laughs> yeah, what we could do though with all these players, we could convert to rugby, and then yeah, is it fifteen? I don't know. I don't know rugby. Yeah, rugby league. Yeah, fifteen. Um, no, I think he's. You know, he's. I think John has already shown how we can manage the group, and like he's. Um, it's interesting because, like we mentioned, Russ there in terms of not playing the likes of Reiki and Rydell, and like like you said, Russ, like oh, we we don't know why he wasn't playing. And it's not even like with people like Rydell or Reiki, it's not even like, you know, behind the scenes or closer to the club, we knew why. It's not like we knew what or people around the club knew why he wasn't playing. Everything was just so kind of close to the chest. And it was so kind of, I don't want to say paranoid, but just so cagey about everything. And, um, and it wasn't like the questions weren't being asked of, why aren't these players getting minutes? And I'm actually kind of so far. Dave Chalmers has just been a, an absolute dream to to work with from a media point of view. Because like last night after the, after the, the the game, I I just asked I ran through with him a few individuals, and I all, I was almost expecting the the answers we'd get on the Rusk, which was you know, oh, we're seeing how he is or we're assessing him and we'll, you know, we'll see on the day and not really passing any real comment. Um, or even if it wasn't about injury, even if it was just, you know, commenting on, on someone's performance on the day, it would always come back to, yeah, yeah, but, you know, I'm, I'm more interested in the team performance. And it, it was just never, it was just always very non-committal and, um, and Dave Chana, I mean, I, I ran through with him, Rooney, Reiki, Collar, um, and, and he's just so open with, and it was interesting because he, I asked him about Reiki and Fish on, Will Fish on um, Monday. And um, he came out with that thing that I put online about um, they, they both need to be, I can't remember how he phrased it, but he was basically saying they both need to be standing up and saying, I, I can do what you need me to do. <clears throat> yeah, saw um, that. Yeah, and and it was you know I didn't. It wasn't a case of anyone putting words in his mouth. He he knew what he was saying, and he he knows why he's saying it. And like last night, um, you know, Will I asked him about Will Collar, um, and he praised him, said how well he played, and I said, oh yeah, but the thing is, you know, he's he's a bit safe, um, and he needs to be with all the ability that he's got. He needs to be playing forwards. Um, and it's like you're just listening to him thinking, this isn't someone digging out a player. Like he's literally you. You listen to him thinking he knows exactly what he's doing. Like he he knows exactly why he's saying what he's saying. Um, and it's not just a case of him coming out and just slamming someone. Yeah. Like he's he's literally he's, he's this thought behind it, and he he knows that it'll. It's almost like he knows already what kind of reaction he wants from different players, and. Right, I can say this about Arjan to, to kind of um, get a reaction out of him, whereas someone else I might need to speak with them privately and big them up in public. And it's just, yeah. like a, you know, it's almost like having a well, it is like having a proper man manager in, in charge again. Yeah. You just you've just said the two words that I've been thinking about for the past thirty seconds, which is it's that man management, isn't it? And mm. giving them, you, it's almost like you're giving the players confidence without actually say you don't have to say to them, do you? you you're a really good player. 
you know, yeah. you, you, to, to give them confidence. You can do it in sort of second-hand, third-hand ways. And, um, you know, the, the comment there that we've got in just for the for the podcast audio <laughs> listeners, uh, confidence was missing with Reiki and Collar especially. Fantastic football is now playing with their tails up. That's Joe Inglesford. So, like, that, you know, just plays into what you were just saying there. Is that it's the intricacies, isn't it, of the man management. And it's so important. It's so, so important. And maybe maybe Rusks didn't have that. You, you, I mean, you know, I don't want to talk about too much about the old manager, but um, but yeah, it, it looks like in, what, two weeks? Is, we've got our challenge, two, three weeks now. Weeks, um, yeah. He's And three games. He's got the man management nailed down. Um, he's done nine months yeah. of damage in like the space of three weeks. <laughs> just amazing. It, it, yeah, like, like I say, he just... You know, it's not that this isn't saying that we're going to win every game and everything's going to be yeah, 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 yeah. for the rest of time. But it's just it's like the the thing of uh, the thing that we had with with Jim, where it was like even when things did go wrong on any given day, like you just had confidence that there was a bigger picture plan in place. And um, I, I, you know, just going back to like the individuals and. Just, as a fellow mentioned there about Colin Reiki having more confidence now, like I, for the life of me, I couldn't tell you what Simon Rusk thought of any of the individual players at, at the club. Like I couldn't, I, I don't know whether he, whether he, what he thinks of Ben Hinchliffe, what he thinks of Macaulay, any or any player in the squad. Um, I just didn't, you just, there was no way of knowing whether he rated them or didn't rate them. And even, mm. Even if you look at it and go, well, you know, you can see he didn't rate this player because he didn't pick him for three months. You know, he went through a spell last season not picking Jordan Keane for six weeks, maybe longer. Yeah. And it was like, right, he's done. He's going in the summer. And then he's, he's in the team every week yeah. on the, the drop of a hat. Like, it, it, there was just no way of knowing what. And, and that's not a problem if he knows. You know, he doesn't have to tell the public what he thinks of, of the players, but as long as he knows, but I just, it, it was just, you just had that feeling that he didn't, um, or yeah. it, or if he did, it was just so open to change week by week. Um, whereas Chalner has just seemed to have this, he's either got an idea of a player already, or he's got a perception. I think, I think he said to John in his first interview, he said, you know, I've got the perceptions and it's up to the players to either confirm them or, or change them. Um, yeah, and he's given them more chances to do it. Like he's not, you know, if if someone like Will Collar had, had not performed in the, in these last few games, he couldn't turn around really and say that he wasn't given a chance. Um, as it happens, Collar's done really well, and yeah, I thought he was brilliant last night. But they're all being given chances to either fail or or succeed under him. Um, and I think the longer that goes on, and the more that he gets his own players in down the line as well. I think that can only be a good thing, really. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We are, we've got some comments in about um, Rusk and whether he was the worst manager we've ever had. I don't, I don't think we should go into into Rusk ball. No, um, no. I mean, one thing I will say is I don't think you can o- oversee an 18 match and beat and run, no matter what the circumstances, and be the worst manager. But, you know, whatever. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Um, well, I'll tell you what, Russ, would you like a bit of unsubstantiated message board rumours that might interest you 
According to according to a thread on the uh, the Rotherham yeah. message board. Oh, the Rotherham message board. Oh, yeah, wow. yeah. You yeah, bet you have been doing your own work, haven't you? Well, no, <laughs> this is from a friend of the podcast, Ben Walker, who's, who sent this, so I can't take credit. But okay. a thread, according to a thread on the Rotherham board, the game's being moved to Friday night on police advice. Oh, right. So, yeah, nothing official yet, but that's what, that's what people in Rotherham are saying. And, you know, they know their stuff because they've got an internet connection. So, <laughs> can't, can't be lying. They've got an internet connection and an electronic device. So, <laughs> so fully expect the game to be on Sunday afternoon. Um, can we can we just sort of segue? I mean, we'll come back to County in a minute, but can we just segue on to commentators? And this, and, and I'm probably going to do this every single year, and I make no apology for it, but commentators and the non-league... This this lack of homework that they do with 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 the matches that they're commentating on, um, and I I I tweeted it the other day, didn't I, Nick? That was it, Mark Pugash. I love that yeah. Pugash. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, mean I, I know you love it, but it's not his name. So if you ever meet him, no, I know, I know, I know him, it's not. Like, oh, are you Mark Pugash? Pugash. How old are you? I don't. I know, but I got got into a conversation on Twitter about. Like level Urban pegging, Dictionary. Urban Dictionary and Profanosaurus. It was amazing. Anyway, <laughs> Matt Pugash, so funny. But he 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 said something that really wound me up in the Solihull Wigan match. Um, that was it. That the Solihull players, excuse me, that the Solihull players wouldn't be used to because they're non-league. They wouldn't be used to playing on yeah. the telly. That's the what that, he said. The game's out filmed. <laughs> It's not, but the BT Sport as well as as like the, you know, the major thing. And I just thought, what? Well, it, you... it was even worse than that because he actually said they're not used to playing in front of cameras, which narrows it down <laughs> even more. It makes makes it sound like the Solihull players are going to come out like cavemen, like, oh, what's, yeah, yeah. What's that yeah. camera? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, me, yeah. me no play, me no play. <laughs> yeah, I, it, it does. It, it does get under my skin when. It, if people do, you know, criticise commentators commentating commentate on lower league or FA Cup football involving lower league teams or non-league teams, and you get people going, oh, well, you know, just be thankful that, that we're on TV or we're getting the, the airtime. Like, no, it's it's the job. It is that they, they, They're getting paid to, to commentate on the game, on the two teams that are playing. It's not, they have the internet. Like, like John, John Kieran, for as long as I've been doing this role, he has like a full, just like a full Dossier. documentation yeah. <laughs> on 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 every team we play and every single player and where they've played and when we were in the Conference North, like what the day jobs were for all of them, um, just everything. And like I don't even half of it, I don't even know where he found it. But um, like I'm it's, sure, it's I'm sure he had his sources. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like it's it's the job to, you know, it's not the it's not an impossible task. They're commentating on two professional football teams. Yeah, it's all all the information's out there. Like, or or get yourself on social media and ask a few fans, and you know, it's it's not impossible. Um, and it just they could they could make it a lot less patronising and a lot less cringeworthy yeah. very easily. Um. So to be fair, yeah. I thought—I don't know what you two thought—but on the replay last night, I thought Martin Keown was all right. You know, he's he, he, yeah. he, not normally he'd obviously taken the time. Yeah, he'd obviously taken the time to, you know, at least 
know who he was talking about and and even you know even if he didn't have the most in-depth knowledge on certain players he was just it just passed past his opinion on what he thought of their performance or yeah yeah and you know he's got the insight to back it up because he's played at you know won the premier league he's, he's done he's played at the highest level so stuff like that i thought it was, it was pretty good and um yeah like i say it is they could make it a lot less patronizing a lot very easily but yeah with, with, decide not to. with 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 a with a bit of thingy yeah, last night the commentator mentioned our new stand. I mean, that I, just... I'll let him off with that one though, because of the cladding and that. I'll, I'll let him off on that because it, it basically isn't. And look at the, well, it basically is a new stand, isn't it? New seats, right. new it inside. is right. But but Nick, right? All they've got to do seriously is they've, all they've got to do is email one of us. That's hmm. all they've got to do. Email yeah. a email a county fan, and they'll. I'm sure any county fan will go. Yeah, I'll tell you a few things. Of course, yeah. Hmm. yeah. And, yeah. and it, it's, it's sorted, isn't it? Well, it's uh, like you did the German thing. Yeah, but the German... Yeah, I just, just going to say, Sam, I don't know if you know, but for West Ham last season, it was on German telly, and the German commentator who was commentating on it you know, live wanted to chat with me, and we had an hour on the phone where he was asking me all the different things about county and what he should say and what he shouldn't say. Can't, yeah, you can't... That's not what he did. No. Yeah, and, and like, like going back to the thing about the Cheetland... The commentator has obviously he he's no one's made him mention the Cheetahland being new or old. Mm. He he's taking it upon himself to mention it. So if you're gonna do that, get it right or yeah. don't bother, don't, yeah. don't mention it. Just leave it. If you're not sure, just leave it. Because because no one's gonna go, oh the commentary the commentary was really good last night. They mentioned the Cheetahland. Like it's not you can just let it fly. You don't need to worry about it or if you are, like I say, if you are going to mention it, get it right. But get it right. Yeah, um, yeah. To, to be fair, generally, I thought I thought the the, the coverage was was pretty good. They had Ashley Williams down at Carrington speaking to Dave. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, that was that was pretty good. You know, Alex Scott and, and Dion Dublin. That you could they clearly didn't know too much about about County. You leave Alex Scott alone. Hey, no, yeah, no, no, no. I, I agree. I agree. But, um, I've already been defending her to my missus all day. So she's not a home yeah, wrecker. PJRC, Alex Scott is an excellent presenter, isn't she, Nick? She is, yeah. I noticed with Alex Scott and Dion Dublin, though, because I watched it back um, early this morning, uh, it was very much P.T. Barnum, wasn't it, with them two? Saying generic statements that mean yeah, quite yeah, a lot, yeah, you know, yeah, that yeah. It could really you could have for anybody, any any club, which, which yeah. you know, can't can't really argue with that. Do you reckon Dion Dublin went in the main stand and was like, oh, stairs up the boardroom? <laughs> <laughs> need to move, need to move the toilet. The toilet should be there. <laughs> oh, love it. Um, uh, while, while, we're, while we're on the TV coverage, I thought I'd share the story of how friends of the podcast Will Howells, aka James Somerset, watched the game because he was actually at a gig last night. So he, right. he, record, he recorded it and, and muted all his notifications and everything, and then watched it fresh. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. yeah. yeah so we got to the stage I, where I was I was at home buzzing because I couldn't sleep last night, and I was laying in, lying in bed thinking, I wonder where Will's up to on the game now. I wonder where he's up to. It's like, <laughs> you, you know when your mate starts watching like Breaking Bad or whatever. And you say, oh, where are you up to? He's like, oh, he's just got into business with Gus Fring. And you're like, oh, fucking yeah. That's what I was like when Will was watching it. He's like, oh, Pam. Yeah, I, I saw, <laughs> yeah, I saw a tweet pop up saying, 
or I think he, I've seen something online where he said um, about watching the whole thing and turning off social media notifications before the game and not, you know, not kind of speaking to anyone that would know about the result. And uh, but, I, but I literally like it to, to be a county fan and to watch your team go two 0 down for five minutes. But knowing that you've got the like, like if if he said to me last night after five minutes, I can tell you right now what the final score is going to be. Mm. I'd I'd probably have to take it because I'd, I'd I'd still want to enjoy the moment, but I don't think I could sit there knowing I've got the ability to know what the final result is, watching my team two down. Because I'd just be sat there thinking. I'm going to watch my team get beat seven 0 here, and <laughs> like, and and just sort of wasted an evening. But, I mean, I literally, I literally can't watch a film without looking up the plot on Wikipedia before the film's ended to, to see how it ends. Because I've just really? literally got that. Yeah, I've just literally not. Wow. I mean, not if I went, not not if I went and sat in the cinema. Like, I'm not sat in the cinema watching James Bond, like right. looking up what happens at the end. But you know, if getting if there's a film on a TV or something, and like my girlfriend's watching it or you know whatever. I'll, I'll be like, I'll be oh, he dies. Know. I want to know. I want to know. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> by the way, he, he dies in a minute. Or, we'll bother like, watching it, love. <laughs> yeah. But I, I, yeah, I, if like for for Will to be able to watch it and get through it and have, have the the willpower, no no pun intended. Um, <laughs> yeah, I just I I I wouldn't be able to do that. So fair play to him. <laughs> yes. What's he? Oh yeah, just seen. I've just seen a, a, a comment coming from Left Bollock. Oh, do you know? Do you know what? 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 Nick? What? It's fucking. No. I, I love that people just use this to bait you now. I know <laughs> they do. They do. It's, it's, it's Ryan Left Bollock. Russ Johnson hasn't replied to my screenshots all day. Do you know what he does to me and Dave Philbin? He sends us screenshots of tweets that we've already clearly seen. I don't know how he's got the time for it on WhatsApp. I just really don't. I that, I... Yeah, I, I think in that in that few days where where Chaloner was leaving Hartlepool and it was all, you know, no one was sure for a while how it was going to turn out. I think I put I remember I put something on Twitter about him being County's first choice and it was all still moving ahead, blah blah blah. And I think I saw something in the replies where uh, um, Ryan had, had I think I think he'd screenshotted my my. my article and sent it to one of his mates and his mate had just replied like you've just fucking tagged me in it on Twitter. <laughs> I, know, I, know. I know i know <laughs> he was never do you know what he, he 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 i basically piggybacked him through the whole of it at school so he's he's yeah he's, he's loving that he's getting a mention right now by the way did, um, did he piggyback you through sex education the- <laughs> <laughs> um so so yeah, I mean, moving on. That yeah, the, 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 I mean, yeah, the, the commentators do our heads in, don't they? Should we move back to the match? Uh, a special mention actually for the referee, because um, he he let the game flow, didn't he? And he, I, you know, mm-hmm. it was it was inconspicuous by his absence, I think. So which was quite good. I mean, you know, I know he booked a few players. Uh, he gave the penalty. You know, he awarded the penalty, but it was all um, decisions yeah, that needed think, to be made. Yeah, for me, I think the only. The only, not gripe because it went in our favour, but the, if you were watching the game as a neutral or as a Bolton fan, I think the only argument you could have was the dive for the penalty, which was a dive, yeah. but Paddy Madden had pulled his, um, pulled his outside shirt the box outside the area and Madden was on a yellow already. And I think 
if if I'm a Bolton fan or if that was happening at the other end, I'd be saying, well, fair enough, he's dived in the area, but should you not be pulling it back for the free kick? And, you know, Madden's got a massive chunk of his shirt. Yeah, it was a cynical one. Yeah, but I suppose maybe he's looking at it and thinking it's an advantage because he's got into the area and then he's, you know, he's made his, no one's made him tumble to the ground. And it's when you watch it back, it's clearly a dive. Um, So, so, but yeah, I I think the... I was worried that um, Quigley's first goal, in fact, both of Quigley's goals, I, I was worried that both of Quigley's goals were offside. Mm-hmm. And then when you watch them back on BBC and they've got that offside camera, yeah, yeah, dead level, and then you actually think, fucking hell, fair play, because a National League linesman would probably bottle at least one of them. Yeah. I say bottle, he'd probably give one of them offside. Yeah, because, yeah. Because I think on the first one, the header... Madden's offside, and he doesn't get in, he doesn't get involved. Um, yeah, yeah, I think he, he is. Can, yeah, I think the National League linesman would. It just that's probably not as as good as the linesman we had last night would probably panic seeing Madden offside and just flag. And then if he had his time again, he'd probably go, "Oh well, actually, the goal scorer is not offside, but it's too late by then. You've already flagged." Yeah. Um, and then the second goal when Quigley's in between the two and he lobs it over the keeper. Again, like he's dead level with Santos, but it's almost on the blind side of the linesman. So again, if he'd have given it offside, it's almost one of those where you just if it was like, if that was a national league game, and you gave it offside, you'd kind of go, oh well, you know, it's national league officials. What what can you do? So I think they were two of the biggest calls that I was actually really impressed with. I mean, yeah. they were both onside and they were both got given onside. Yeah. So he made two correct calls, but I think I was more impressed with the fact that. It, it, could, it could have very easily given them offside, um, even though they weren't. And, and yeah, the fact that he let them both go on and uh, and like you say, other than that, I don't really recall anything from the referee. The Rydell, the Rydell challenge is a penalty uh, for our first goal. Don't think anyone can argue with with the penalty that we got. Um, and yeah, other than that, I'd, like you say, Russ, if you can't really think of anything he had to do or any big decision that he had to make, then. That kind of yeah, there was, there was, he wasn't contentious from either side. And, and Darren Bowden says, who's um, you know, interacts with us quite a lot, referee was decent, let the game flow, didn't get much wrong at all. And I think Darren Bowden is a referee as well, um, Stockport referee. So, you know, it's it's it's, it's nice hearing it from, from someone in the game. Um, we, we've had a question come in from Ian Dowden, he's, he's asked it twice now, so I'm, I need to ask you. And it was going back to earlier in the podcast, um. Do you think, Sam, that uh, Hinchliffe should start ahead of Ross, given what we've seen last night and maybe the previous games as well? Um, I, I'd probably lean towards Ben for um, for Saturday, and I, I mean, I think to be fair to Challoner, firstly, he's, he's come in and and gone with who was already in there. Yeah. Yeah, like he's 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 got the history with Ben from from Fylde, um, so he could very easily, uh, very easily just just to put him in. But it's not like Dave Challenge has come in and changed the goalkeeper himself. So he's come in and kind of continued on from what was already in place. And I think he's like I, like I touched on earlier, he's given everyone a chance to to sing or swim. And I mean, to be fair. 
the goals kind of speak for themselves, especially the third Bolton goal last night. But other than that, I don't think Ross, I think if he's being critical, you can say about in the second half, he punched a lot of crosses clear, which you can maybe say Ben would be, would be coming and claiming. I think Ben was, was brilliant and is brilliant at coming, taking the pressure off the defence and claiming big crosses into the box. And, yeah. I mean, I, I can't, I've lost count of the number of times over the years that we've been under pressure and Ben's come out and claimed a big cross and the, like, the cheetah line's gone up and the fans just go up for it. And it, and I think if you've been critical, Ethan you know, punched a fair few last night. Um, to be fair, if you're going to punch him, the main thing is get it right, and he did. So, yeah. you know, he's not he's not he's not made a mistake in that regard. But I just think Chalmers, we know how ruthless he can be to an extent. With you know, we've seen with the likes of, of Liam Hogan. Um, so I don't think he'll kind of shy away from from making that call. Uh, yeah, I I still maintain though. I, I know Ethan Ross has had a couple of nervy moments in the last few weeks but I still maintain that we've now got two goalkeepers who could conceivably be the number one um, and I don't think I don't think one of them coming back in is the end of the other like I think, yeah. there's, I think oh. the both I think both of them are still at any time they could come into the team um, and and like Simon Ruskin mentioned when, when he dropped them a few weeks ago you know, it's not, it's not the end of, it's not the end of Ben. Like, it's not like Ben's on the bench now for the rest of the season, and then he leaves the club at the end of the season, and that's that. He said it is just a, a competition for places, and and you can. To be fair, it was. I, I believe, I believed him at the time because I did genuinely think, and I still do, that it wasn't. Like I say, it wasn't a case of one keeper coming in, and that's that's the end of it for the other one. And even if that happens on Saturday and Ben comes back in, like I say, I'm still fully of the belief that that they'll both get games this season. You'd like to, to think that one will come in and keep hold of the shirt because that means we've got a consistent keeper for for the rest of the season. But there is scope for, for either of them to do a job. But for me, I'd be leaning towards Ben yeah, this weekend. And um, I just don't think he particularly did enough to warrant being dropped in the first place. Um, you know, I think the Halifax game, Matty Watson had the low free kick that beat him. Yeah. He probably should have done better with. And I think that's yeah. probably one thing that Ben would say himself is, <laughs> is he is susceptible to those efforts from distance, especially the, the lower ones that kind of skid off the surface. But, you know, we're talking about non-league goalkeepers, the, however good they are at this level, which they are, you know, they're not going to be Edison or or Allison. So, um, <laughs> so yeah. So for me, I'd, I'd be leaning towards I'd be leaning towards Ben. I don't think he did. I don't think Ben warranted being dropped by by the former manager in the first place. Yeah. Um, and I think this weekend would be a good time to do it because I'd expect that there'll be a few changes in the team anyway because of how tired they'll be from Wednesday night. So you can kind of incorporate it into one of several changes if if you see what i mean um but i mean I'm, i don't know that that'll happen for all for all i know it may well be for us that continues um we'll see but for me i'd be leaning towards ben yeah nick nick do you do you would do you think that 
Inchliff's unlucky because of the form that the team was in and the manager we were under. He's kind of he's kind of been a bit. I think it was unlucky. just a case of well, I've, I've tried everything else to stop this slide. Why not change my keeper? And um, I, I, yeah, yeah, I think I, so. I, I don't I think I, I think he, he might have seen the odd person on message boards moaning about his distribution. <laughs> he might have just seen that and thought, right, fuck it, I've got nothing else. Because it, it didn't last very long after making that change. Once once it was clear that that wasn't the issue. Um, yeah. Yeah, I, I, th- I think they are very similar. I think they're, they're both very similar in quality. Um, they've both got the flaws. They've both got the strengths. And I think yeah. I think Ross could quite easily end up being our number one for a very long time. Well, Ethan Ross is, you know, he's mid, early to mid-20s. Mm. He's on a three-year deal. Yeah. And Ben, for all that he's been brilliant for us and will continue to be brilliant this season when he's called on, if that is Saturday or, or beyond, you know, I think he's, he's pushing 35 now, I think. And to be fair, yeah. for a keeper, that's it's nothing really for a goalkeeper. But if you look at the age profile of, of the two and, and, you know, I know there's, there's a few jokes about the three-year deals that the club hand out but I think if you look at it, it on paper it's not hard to see that they've kind of earmarked Ethan Ross as the future number one um I just don't think at this time like I say I just don't think it had to be now I don't think Ben at that time deserved to be dropped and like you say Nick I think I mean I remember at the time Simon Rusk in the post-match interview just said yeah it's just to freshen things up like you're changing your goalkeeper, it's not you're not having like a, a spring clean. Like it, you, you're changing the, a, one of the most important positions on on the pitch because yeah, yeah. because we, we just need to, yeah see what happens. Like it's it almost felt like you know you're a football manager and you're like all right I've lost like four or five in a row so I'll just pick like a different left winger and just not really do anything differently with the team but if i just swap out a player for another player and yeah. they might have a good game and get me out of get me out of trouble it, it, there might have been more to it but as i as i said earlier with the former manager he was so kind of cards close to his chest it, there was just no way of knowing if there was more to it or not um so yeah i just don't think ben like i say ben ever did anything worthy of being dropped although he'd made a yeah, I don't think he made mistakes, but there've been a few goals that he could have done better on, um, like that Matthew Wilburton free kick at Halifax and and a few others. But generally, you know, show me a national league keeper that, or, or any lower league keeper, or any goalkeeper that doesn't make a mistake, or at least doesn't let a shot in that they should save, or yeah. or you know, vice versa. So, yeah, we'll see how it pans out on Saturday. But I, I would think it's a good time to bring Ben back into the fold. I think for me, the main difference between the two is how much confidence the defence have in him. And I just think the defence have a lot more confidence in Hinchliffe, given that if you look at the back three last night, I mean, two of them have been playing with Hinchliffe for like five or six years. So, yeah, yeah, that, yeah that's the only difference for me. That comes with time, though, doesn't it? Exactly, time, yeah. Yeah, time yeah. of playing together and, and, you know, the mistakes that were made last night. He'll be our number one in the Football League, Ross will. That you know, help. yeah, yeah, I, I hope so. I mean, you know, experience, time with the back four, all these things, it all it all plays into it, it all plays into it, doesn't it? So yeah. yeah. Um, right, let's think about wrapping it up because we've been on an hour and twenty-five minutes. Doesn't seem that long, does it? Oh but god. Time flies when you're having but fun, lads. That's ne- nearly as long as the match lasted. Yeah. 
Yeah, the actual football, you mean, not just the whole, the yeah. whole experience. Experience, the match day experience. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's there's some stuff coming up, isn't there, Ross? There is some stuff. So I'll go first. Um, we have a competition running. So please, please get involved in this competition. Tell your mates. Uh, we've teamed up with Andy eight days a week. Um, we're going to give away a Stockport County merchandise bundle. I think they call it a merch bun- bundle, um, which includes a, 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 a this, one of this season's kits, actually. So that's a pretty good prize to win. All you've got to do is subscribe to our YouTube channel. Um, but so if we'll you're watching us now, that. the button's there right underneath. Just it's exactly. It. exactly. It's it! It's it, the button, hey! wherever, wherever the button is. I don't even know where it is. Where, where hey! is it? Is the button over there? I don't know. Um, hit the button anyway. Um, and when we get to a 1,000, we'll select a, um, a winner at random. So it won't just be a shirt. It'll be a bit of a bit of a merchandise. So that's eight days a week. And if you've not been to eight days a week, get yourself there on Vernon Street in Stockport, Stockport Market. Cracking fish and chips, cracking pies, award-winning pies, I believe. Yes, yeah. award-winning. I can definitely Good vouch news. for that, yeah. yeah. I can vouch for that. And they sell a pint as well, so... Yeah. Happy days. You don't just have to have one, though. You can have as many as you want. No. Oh, all right. They sell pints. As, as, we, as we'll find out soon with something that we've got in the offing, but we're not going to say the names yet. But no, we're not going to say the names. I, I'll, I'll, let, I'll, let you, I'll let you take this one. Young, you say, you say this one. I'm, I'm, not, I'm, not telling, I'm not telling everyone who it is yet. They can wait. No, so <laughs> no we're telling them what we're doing. Yeah, we're doing a live show. It'll be eight days a week uh, in January. It's a nice little post-Christmas treat. So if anyone wants to know what Christmas presents to buy their county-loving relatives, that will do. And yeah, it's going to be two ex-players. One one of them, you're talking top five county legends ever. And the other one, you're talking <laughs> bit, bit, more, bit more recent and cult hero vibes. Yes, there we go. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, they, and they've been together at the club. At some point as well, they they, they work, have they work together at County. So get you get you clear. Maybe if someone manages to guess the combination without <laughs> without going into my Twitter DMs, then they can surprise. <laughs> they, they will sort a free ticket or something. <laughs> oh, I love it. Um, <laughs> so I'm I'm really looking forward to that. We've got some, you know, we've got some sound checking to do and some and all sorts of shit yeah, to do for that. Yeah. Anyway. Um, we should I'll probably say, come up with some content for that one because we can't rely on beating Bolton every fucking week. I know. <laughs> I know. Um, just to say, as I always do, if you're not on it yet, get on the Fan Hub app. Um, over 550 county fans are now in the <laughs> Fan Hub app. Get checking into the games and predicting your lineup uh, and consuming our content there as well because that helps us out if you consume all our content. Hats TV, a new uh, county vlogger, is on there, young lad. Doing some really good vlogs at the moment. That feed is in there as well, so you can get all that. Um, and we are doing rewards soon, so we're teaming up with the Terrace, so we can do some. Um, you can win some rewards with the Terrace just by checking in. <clears throat> Excuse me, my voice is going because because of last night. <laughs> just by checking in. <laughs> just by checking in, uh, and <laughs> using the app basically. This this Sorry. feels like this feels like I've gone to see Elbow. And like it's the encore, and they're doing one day like this, and Guy Garvey's voice is just gone. <laughs> it's like throw those. Just <laughs> last night, honestly, last night it's done me in. Um, and we've got um, the latest blog is out as well. Um, 
which I'm going to re- reshare actually because we did it before the Bolton match, but it, it's even more pertinent now, really. Um, what makes a county legend? And some of the lads that are on that he mentions on there, Minion, Palmer, Keen. The, the, you know they're in contention and they've done themselves. I mean they're probably legends anyway. I mean, I feel, well they are, but it's even more heightened now after the Bolton match. Mm. You, you know, it's so yeah. that's just focused it in. Um, I mean, especially especially Palmer. I mean, Keane had an absolute belter as well. That's something we didn't discuss. I, I don't think we've really got time for it now. But who were the standout players? Who was your man of the match? And maybe that's a question for right for the end when I. The, when we've done more admin, uh, I'll we'll or, finish on that. Or maybe it's a question that we can kind of tease now and bring up on the Geordie Hatter Away Day show on Saturday morning, where I will be joining him. <sighs> You're getting better at this. I tell you, mate. Yo. I'm, I'm, not, I'm no good at that, though. I'm no good at that on Saturday <laughs> morning, but I'm getting better at this. <laughs> so it's going to be, yeah, music, county chat, probably some clips from this, some clips of Dave Challenger's various interviews. Some top tunes. I, I believe the jam will be featuring because it's Woking, in it? And that's where the are Yeah. Happy days. Yeah, Sounds so good. Across the banner there, you know where to follow. And you can even listen back afterwards. You don't have to listen at the time because it's early, isn't it? It is early. Well, 9.30, early on a Saturday morning. Um, if you haven't already, please do like the show. Um, I've just checked. We're on nine likes last time I checked. So let's try and get that up. Um, I don't want to sound like one of the, I don't I don't want to sound like <laughs> I don't want to sound like like Thogden or some of one of these YouTubers, but we really do need to get to a thousand subscribers because it'll help us pay for this uh, technology that we use. We're not we're not in it to um, to do shit content just for just for clicks and shit. So, no, but if you do want some shit content, I could do some. I could I could cobble something together. Well, they just need to follow you on Twitter, really, don't they? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, so. yo! I tell you what, this FA Cup win. Is, well, I love the colour in you, mate. It's not. It's the fame. It's the fame. You're gonna see, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what's doing it. Fame is a mask that eats into the face, young Russell. It is. It There's is. the actual title. <laughs> <laughs> right. Let's call it a day. Anything more from you, Nick? Anything yeah. about Pugash or no? No. Just, just everyone go away now. Right. Leave them uh, alone. For those that are going to walk in, enjoy the trip, listen to the uh, Away Day show. Sam, it's been an absolute pleasure as always. Thank you very much for coming on. Um, We'll definitely give you a shout next time. Um, we, 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 we'll, Next time we beat a League One club, which would be an absolute fucking win. No, I didn't really know. Where, I didn't really know where that sentence was going. Just, just next time we'll get you on. Um, interestingly enough, actually, just before we go um, and before we ask you the last question, we have contacted Nihal as well. Um, I'm not going to say his surname. I still need to practice it. But Nihal from B- yeah. uh, BBC Radio One, he's he's agreed to come on, so we will get him on um, in the brilliant. coming in the coming weeks. Uh, that'll be good fun. Yeah, um, no, brilliant. Last thing, who was your man of the match for last night, Sam? Uh... <laughs> Pick the bones of that. <laughs> uh, Ryan Crowsdale, Nicholas Quigley, Quiggers. The big quigs. Quiggers. I'm going for Quigley as well. But I do you know if it was football manager, Quigley would be ten. I reckon the rest would be nine. And they're, maybe... they're all my men of the match. And you know who the real winner was last night? Come on, Russ. It, it, it was a real football. winner last night. No! Tell you dickhead! <laughs> Weirdo. Right, let's end it there. Let's end it there. Bye. Cheers.
you've been listening to the Scarf Bagara War. Hosted, written and produced by Russ Johnson and Nick Lee. Additional support is provided by Pete Wilson. The title track is by Dan Johnson with the voice of the legendary Richard Harmwell. You can follow us on Twitter, Facebook and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Don't forget to download the Fan Hub app and consume our content there. The Scarf Bagara War. For county fans, by county fans. Thanks for listening. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.